Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, send his weather to a show home. Collins Oak, coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn with your man and say we spitting live wireless, leave him shot with the gamma rate. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't nothing close to the candidate. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese anime, it's just us and the rest. News off the hottest press, dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holton, Philly West, repping with the legends, classic in the future. Second politics, sports segment, live phone, call up a question, it's the NYPA, 95 Connection, real people, ain't no stripping, cute call for directions, just team on the grind, time till it's all perfection, throw it past the satellite so you can catch perception, so touch ground with us, we kill challenges, a murder it for every number on your calendars, from west to the boogie down, they greyhound in this, we google spot, anchor podcast pockets, this. Welcome to NYP Entertainment Radio, live here on Block Talk. Kyle and Alonzo, thank you for joining us live here from 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, but we're not alone, though. I believe we do have a guest calling in. Let them know. Yes, we got my boy, D. Mott, um, gospel and R&B extraordinaire. Um, he's going to grace us with his new single that's quickly climbing the charts um, called Angel of the Unbothered EP. You will be calling in at 6 p.m. today. Stay tuned for that. Hear what he has to say and um, tell us what you think after you listen to his music, um, um, which is called Angel for today. Um, and, of course, we got a lot of stuff to get into. We'll start with music. I'm going to say something about the playlist first. Um, I still have a lot of songs left over from June that I'm going to mesh with this month's playlist. It's a lot. I'm looking back at the playlist, realize. I got a lot more stuff left, so um, like I said, last week played July music playlist. I got, still got a lot for June, so I'm going to combine them all together starting today and then going forward. Um, like I announced last week, the um, starting in September when I will, we start the 11th season, it will be the spotlight playlist will be on New York City, New York, New York Volume 1, circles back to where the show started, so I figured... Uh, you know, 11th season, start off there, paying a little homage to my home away from home in New York, and uh, that's in September, August. I might have to do something different for August. I'll let you guys know in the next few weeks. I might have to call an audible on the month of August. Um, and speaking of an audible, last week I had to change up some stuff. Um, I had to call audible at the last minute, so I didn't get a chance to talk some topics that I don't want to jump into. Um, so I promised you guys last week, that I'm going to start it off this week. And um, one of the things I want to get into, I didn't get a chance to talk to, was the verses. Um, did you see the Bobby Brown Keith Sweat verses? Man, that was <laughs> that was like a comical, drunken-type verses that i ever seen in my life. That was really boring. <laughs> when I say boring, it was boring, you know, to look at, Bobby Brown, you know, screaming as he's singing like mm-hmm. he does, you know. And then you're looking at um, Keith Sweat, who, you know, with the alcohol in his hand, singing to his alcohol. 
<laughs> you know, it, mm-hmm. it, just, it was just horrible. It was horrible. It's like the verses is not what it used to be um, when it first started. The verses is now becoming, you know, something that's that's not worthwhile watching anymore or listening to. Uh, yeah, the verses again should be what it's called verses. I don't think if you're you're going against someone that you're cheering them on. Not saying you gotta hate them. It's a competition. You should go for hit for hit, not like singing along with them in the background. It's kind of corny. Like if you if I'm versing someone and we're going against catalog and catalog, my hits against your hits. I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna bob my head a little bit. Go, All right, okay. Well, you got that. I got this, and then go back and forth, not singing background or each song or whatever and slurring your speech and shit like that. Uh, yeah, it, it's not what it should be or what, or what it once was. Disappointed in it. I mean, they got some hits and jams, but you better get them to perform it the right way. Um, but hopefully, the next, well, not the next, the verses I'm here that, that might be happening somewhere down the line will be Little Kim versus Nicki Minaj. She wants to do a verse with Nicki Minaj, um, which I think if they do it the right way would be good. Only if they do it the right way. Um, that would be, I think that would be awesome. If they if they did it the right way, you got you got a good one. You got a good one there. What do you think? I, I, I agree if it's done the right way. But, you know, since, it, it, I don't know. You know, it's just not what it used to be. And I don't think it's going to be done the right way because it's like the whole concept of it has been changed to me. You know, my opinion, the whole concept, everything unchanged. So I think from here on out, versus is just going to be garbage. It's going to be garbage. It's, it's, it's at the point now where I just don't want to listen to it anymore. They did, uh, the first female they did, female MCs, was Eva against Trina. Uh, Trina was in Miami. Eva was in London, which, again, I don't know why they tried to do it like that. Uh, they should have waited and put somebody else in there, whether like kind of face-to-face or whatever. And each, each of them was in front of a live audience. The live audience thing you can do without. I really think versus should be like they did in the beginning last year. you sitting somewhere, they either cross from each other, and you just let, let the jams play for themselves. So when you perform it yourself, it's not the same, and you don't sound the same, and some of them are not in their right mind, i.e., you know, what you were saying about you sweating, drinking, and slurring your speech and sounding all drunkenly and stuff. So they got to tighten it up. I think they should tighten it up. I don't see why they wouldn't tighten it up. Um, but I think going forward, you might be right. It might be might be garbage. Might be garbage. Yeah, I, I, I believe, it. you know, that's the route it's going right now. You know, it's, it's just not what it's supposed to be. It, it's mm-hmm. really horrible. It's like you know, I I didn't watch actually watch the Key Sweat and Bobby Brown, but I saw a little snippets of it. You know, I, I watched a little snippets of it, and it's like you know what? It's just what I thought it was gonna be, straight garbage. And I'm glad mm-hmm. I didn't watch the full full um verses on that because it would have just bored me. I would have turned it off anyway. I just I think like I said, they got a good, they have a great idea, a great product. And I really, I've been saying it for almost a year now since they changed the whole platform around, so to speak. They're doing it the wrong way. They're doing it the wrong way. And I keep beating that drum because I see a better vision. And this, it, it just got set up different. This could be a lot more, in my opinion. A lot more people 
uh, who may think like, oh, Zone Kyle, you know what you're talking about. It is successful. It's, it's great. I like the, I like that. But I, I think it's, it's got a lot of loopholes in it. And I think once Swiss Beats and Timberland sold it and sold their, the rights and everything, so to speak, they with, with Triller or whatever it's called, I just think that yeah. they ruined it. They made it worse. I think it's just, yeah, uh, yeah. They, it's just so because much they don't do have the same vision. Right. Yeah, they don't right. have the same vision as Switch Speed and them. They don't have that same vision. They coming at what mm-hmm. they want to do it, how they want to do it now, you know, which mm-hmm. is not what, you know, Switch Beats and um, what they was trying to convey out there. This is becoming like well, it's a whole gimmick now. It's garbage. Yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't, like, I, I'm like, if you want to verse, you verse each other, verse each other. If I'm again, I, I'm, I'm beating the dead horse. If I'm competing against you, I'm not singing along with you. I'm like, yeah, yeah. no, I'm not. I'm, that's stupid. It's a versus. We're competing. I might nod my head like, oh shit, touche. That's a good one. All right, I'm a counteract. I got this song, and right. do it that way. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's how you do it. You're like, this is a competition. I agree. And then let the then let the people vote at the end. Who you think won? Right. Man, you can make a tournament. There's so much you can do with this, and they're just messing it up big time, in my opinion. And Joe seems to agree with me, in our opinion. They're messing yeah. it up so badly. I, I totally ahead. agree. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm hearing now that, you know, I think Big Daddy King is calling out Rakim in the verses. You know, if I'm not oh, mistaken, wow. I believe that, that they're trying to do that. That would be epic if it's done right. If they're done right. Epic. If it's done I, right. I would love to see that. Big Daddy King and Rakim in a versus battle. Now I believe if it's um, done right. you know, yeah, I believe that um, um, Big Daddy King won it. I don't believe we heard from Rakim if he wants it yet. Mm-hmm. You know, if it happens, you know, I'll probably watch that because those are two artists that I that I love. You know, that I love to listen to. Right. You know, Rakim, right. Big Daddy King, both great at um, what they do. So that will be an epic right. thing, but it has to be done right. It can't be this 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 straight up gimmick that they change it into now. Right, right. You got yeah. It's just so much. Oh my god, they got they have all these great ingredients, but don't know how to make the proper meal. And that's the frustrating right. thing. It's like God, you gotta you just you got something here, and it's not to me in our opinion, it's not working. You know, it's just something's missing. You like you just gotta do it the right way. But what do we know? Um, speaking of competition, going to the world that Zoe loves, boxing, you look like your boy trying your boy trying to make a comeback to age of fifty three. Former two time heavyweight champion has inked a deal with <laughs> with celebrity boxing to fight October twenty third. Who is it though? Former heavyweight champion, two times guest. Um hmm, I didn't hear about this one, so I'm gonna guess on this one. Um, heavyweight boxer? Uh huh. You said? That's making uh-huh. a comeback? Uh-huh. He's trying to deal to do some celebrity boxing. 53. He's how old, you said? 53. 53. Hmm. Um, oh, gosh. Who was that? 53. 53. You want another um, hint? Another hint? Yeah. He fought Tyson. Hmm. You ain't talking about Roy Jones. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I said heavyweight. Um, Two-time heavyweight. 
in his prime, he fought Iron Mike. And I think he fought uh, Holyfield. Was that James Tony? Nope. I'll give you one more. The legendary pay-per-view against Holyfield. And I think someone came out the sky and fell into the ring. Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He didn't fight Tyson. He's not talking about Riddick Bowe. Yes. But he didn't fight Tyson. He didn't fight Tyson. He didn't fight Tyson. No. He did fight Tyson. No, they never fought. They never fought. I thought they fought each other. I thought they fought. Oh, my bad. No. I thought they fought each other. No, I Tyson and Bowen. Uh, and Tyson fought each other. Well, nevertheless, because you know, because of Tyson, he's well, Tyson opened his floodgates for everybody to come back boxing. Bo, who looks don't look like he should be boxing, by the way, decides he oh, should come saw, back. Oh, you saw what he looked like now? No, nah, yeah, he don't he look, look like. like he don't oh, look like oh he should God. be boxing. No, no, not at all. He looks. He looks like he should not be boxing. <laughs> he he looks like, like he yeah, should sit down and relax. Yeah, he, he yeah he looked like somebody he looked like somebody retired uncle that's barbecuing this weekend in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. You, and, and, and all, for all y'all that's listening, he's not lying. If y'all don't believe it, Google the picture. Go Google. <laughs> <Just> Google. Go <laughs> Google. Yep, retired uncle is just barbecuing in the backyard on Sundays. Hey, Uncle Reddick, what's going on, man? What's happening? <laughs> Yeah, yeah he, he, he looks like he just needs to just stay retired, and that's it. I mean, yeah. don't make a comeback. He, he, he was one, back in the day, he was one of the baddest dudes. His pro record is 43-1, and one, 33 KOs, with one of those big wins coming uh, at the expense of Evander Holyfield. Bo is just the latest 50-something Defeat. former champ to relace, to relace up the glove. Of course, last year, Tyson and Roy Jones did exhibition. Um, Tyson was 55 years old. We're told Bo actually... As interest in fighting Tyson. That's what I got it from. Bo wants to fight Tyson. Um, it's a fight boxing fans badly wanted back in the day, but the stars never aligned for Mike and Riddick. Uh, we're told fight promoters are currently tracking down an opponent. Uh, an announcement will be made sometime in the next few weeks. Yeah, I seen him. I looked at him. I was like, Riddick, boy. I was like, Riddick, nah, homie. Nah, nah. Nay, nay. You had too much time in the ring. You got to... Go fall back and chill somewhere. Like, yeah, I, I remember watching mm-mm. Riddick Bowe him fighting, and when he first um was was in his prime, you know, he was talking clear and everything, and then after getting too much um, you know, headshots and all, and then his speech started slurring, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's like um, he definitely took way too many headshots, you know, for his speech to be slurring that badly, you know, from listening to him. If you hear him now. The, 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 it's like, come on, that's that's, that's sounding ridiculous now. Um, but mm-hmm. he's talking about that he wants to fight um, 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 Mike Tyson. Nah, Bo, you, you 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 don't have a chance with him right now. Mike Tyson still look like the Tyson of old, even though he's up there in age, but he's still like the Tyson of old. Mm-hmm. I don't think Riddick Bo mm-hmm. had that. And to be honest with you. Riddick Bowe was good um, in his time, but I don't think that he was that great of a boxer to me. That's right. my opinion. All right. 
People right. can argue with me I, on that, but that's my opinion. It's one of those things. Uh, it's one of those things. Whereas, unfortunately, we'll never see that matchup. Um, some some fifty-something boxers can maybe do a little celebrity exhibition that looks like they can do it, and some just should sit down. And right now, Bo's the one to sit down somewhere. Go, go like I said, go in the backyard right now. It's a Sunday, it's nice out. Put some ribs on. Invite your nephews and kids over and chill. Do not get back in that ring, so you know, uh, exhibition or not. Somebody boxing or whatever. Nah, nah. it's just, it just, like you said, slurring his speech. And look, looking at him currently, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Don't do this to yourself. It's not worth it at all. At all. Um, yeah. Because quiet is kept. Well, it ain't quiet is kept. Tyson said the next time he gets to the ring, whoever he is, whoever it is, he's going to knock him out. I, you ain't built for that, homie. Not, not, uh, just, just chill, Riddick. Just call it quick. Call it square. And, Chill. Right. That's it. Right. Just leave That's it alone. It. Leave it alone. Go ahead. I mean, go spark up the. He, he go just, spark up the grill. He just look like he. He look like he aged like twenty years. He does not. To be fifty three, like he don't look like he's fifty three. He don't look like he's fifty three. <laughs> he does not look like he's fifty three at all. He does not look like he's fifty three. He no. like like times that by ten to fifteen years. Like he he doesn't look like he's fifty three at all. That's what I seen. I was like, you want to go back where? And want to do what? With who? Nuh-uh. Nay-nay. That ain't happening. Don't do that to yourself. And everybody around you, listen, any, any outside of friends, whatever, any, uh, what do you call that, the Sports Athletic League or Sports Athletic Commission, do not sign off on that. Don't sign off on that. Don't sign off for him to go boxing. Because I don't think... And I, now we're, look, we're not we're not like doctors and nothing, but we got eyes and we're educated and we can see he's not ready. He should not go back in that ring at all. So hopefully not he all. signs off on it. The sports committee or whatever state signs off like, yeah, hey, get him back in there. No, no, no. You know he just don't. You know, know they would. They're gonna do it, and then it's sad, but they're gonna do they it. They probably would. They probably would. I wouldn't yeah. put it past them. They probably they probably would. If they allow no, all the no. others to to um, get back in the ring, to jump back in there, at their age, they're going to allow him to do it, too. Yeah. And George Foreman, yeah. George Foreman, please don't believe that you can get back in the ring. Please don't do it. You know, even though he didn't it say he was going to do it, but I'm just putting it out there. I hope he don't think he can get back in there. Yes, he's still a, a, oh a, a dangerous arms puncher, but please don't get back in there. I don't want to see you getting hurt. What, isn't he in his 70s? He's up there, yes. I mean, let me see. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you. I, I, yeah. I, I hope they let a 70-year-old something go back into the ring. That's, they, that's yeah, really he's up there. Up. Hey, he's either in his late 70s or, or in his early 60s. Um, um, actually, late 60s or early 70s. He's one of those age. Oh, man, he ain't going back in the ring. That man's 72 years old. He ain't going in no ring. Somebody going to sign off on that. I mean, 72 years old. Nah, I ain't, I ain't, ain't, ain't going back in that ring. There's no one going to sign off for nobody. Fight. Who are you going to fight? Who going to fight a 72-year-old man? Yeah, although I, I don't want people to think he never said that he would get back into the ring. I just want to clear that up to everybody out there. Yeah, but I'm just throwing yeah, it out there yeah. that I hope you don't think they're about doing that. I don't. Nah, I don't think nobody gonna let him. He's 72. They gonna no, no, no. He made he made his point back then. Uh, multiple. Nah, 72. He got, he made his money. He good to go. 
you know, do what do, you know, just fall back, chill, and, and that's it. But um, yeah, nah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like all these little guys in their in their fifties, like I said, want to do it. The, the countdown is on. They got to get it done fast. Father Time is undefeated, and um, yeah, he don't he doesn't uh, he doesn't he doesn't take a dive for nobody. So if y'all want to fight Listen, Tyson, whoever, get I'm it done right away. I'm getting in the ring. I'm fighting Tyson next. I'm fighting Tyson next. Show me the money. I'm fighting Tyson. I'm taking a dive before he hit me, but I'm just show me the money. <laughs> they not paying you nothing. <laughs> nothing. Show me the money. They see that, I, 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 I know I can away. beat him. They I know I can beat him. Away. They said I'm like all away. I'm coming for they'll you, Tyson. That a mile away. Before you get to him, they'll put you against it. All right, I'll tell you what. Go get rid of both first. Go get rid of both first. Hey, give me rid of both. I'll, I'll, I'll trip him. It's got to be like uh, Tyson, uh, Mike Tyson knockout. you got to work your way up to Mike Tyson. You can't go straight to him. So I'm going to give you a list of fighters right now real quick. Give me, give me, give okay. me Mayweather. Since he loves fighting people, you know, like the uh-huh. Logan brothers and all that stuff. Give me, give me Mayweather. I'll fight him. Show I'll me the you, money. I'll give you Mayweather. Oh, oh, oh! I'll give you both. I'll give you both Paul brothers. I'll give you a Mayweather. That's that's three. I'll give you a Vander. Uh-huh. And then I give you Riddick Bow. If you get through all five of them, you get to have Tyson at whatever price you want. <laughs> you get through all five. Yeah. Yeah, Tyson punch out, right? I gotta work my way nah, up. Nah, you gotta work your way up. You gotta work your way up. Mike Tyson, not Mike Tyson punch out. You can't just go straight to him. Everybody remember that game. You gotta work your way up to Mike Tyson. Super Macho, all the guy. You gotta work your way up to that. That's a, that's a classic game. Um, but, but, yeah. but see, for uh, me, for me to fight a professional, I ain't talking about the Logan brother. They're not professional. But to fight a professional, you gotta give me um, you gotta give me leeway here. You gotta let allow me to use legs, my elbows. Well, that's MMA. You might as well go in the octagon, then. You might as well go in the octagon. You might as well go in the McGregor. Well, uh, not McGregor. He broke his leg uh, last night. Leg, but yeah. you might as well. He broke his leg. He might as well. Yeah, he broke his leg. But you, you know, which which I was gonna say real quick about that. Um, I, I when people get injured in whatever sport it is, it pisses me off how people shit on them, and it's like he didn't yeah, break uh, it on his own. Right, like he bring, he going to break it on his own. Ah, oh, that's it. His career's over. He should have been there to begin with. Who knew that he oh. didn't break his leg? And listen, like, who knew? You know, even though they gave it to the other fighter as the winner, mm. but it was a winning mm. by by default because he didn't beat McGregor. You know, right. McGregor just happened to break his um um his leg um, his during leg? the match, so he never technically beat McGregor. He beat him by default. So right. just to let everybody they know, they talking about oh he needs to uh, retire now his career is over. Why is his career over? He didn't lose um by a beating. He lost by default. He, right. He broke his leg, which which no one touched him. He just went to planet and oh, oh man, Woo. he was the boxing yeah, with the planet and more that was bad. Oh, that was horrible. bad. But the rumor <laughs> in your window is that Dana White is issuing a an, um a fourth fight, which he should. Because, again, he didn't, like, yes. beat, beat the shit out of the guy. Like, he, oh, he should have been there. And I'm sitting thinking, like, he broke his leg. He didn't knock him out or he or the guy or, you know, or he got a leg broken by someone. He went to step back and, oh, man, it is. 
Yeah. So, he stepped back and it snapped. It just looked horrible. It's it like his oh, leg gosh. landed on, on, on the ankle, whatever it was, you know. Yeah, oh, that was it, horrible. Like, it literally like it snapped like a twig. It just, it was, oh, man. But it's it, it, it funny how everyone just thought, like, he got his ass handed to him. And like, he would have lost anyway. We don't know that. It was a middle to the end of the first round. And it happened. It's a freak yeah. accident that happened. So I hope down yeah. the line, I hope down the line, probably sometime next year maybe, got to get some time to heal and all that stuff, because we're already right. near the middle, to, middle of 21, that he he gets that bout back and they can do it again. And they can, you know, square up against each other and then choose a winner that way. But I, I, yeah. I was laughing. I'm like, y'all, y'all just... The media, sports media, love shitting on people, and I'm like, I'm like, damn, y'all just kicking man when he down, don't you? Uh, but hopefully, we should see next. I think by this time next year, I, mm-hmm. I believe so that he should be. They should be. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they did a fourth fight between those two because it'll bring in a lot of money regardless. So, you know. Yeah, um, and after that fourth fight, I believe it's going to be a fifth fight too because then they will tie up the series if McGregor win that fourth fight. That, that's true. Going to be two, two. So now they got to do that tiebreaker. Right, if McGuire, yeah, if he does, if he does win the fourth fight, whenever they have it, then you're right. Then of course you gotta have a tiebreaker and have a fifth fight. But right now, they're, but they they said he won the trilogy, and it was like, how did he win the trilogy? He he didn't really tr- he win did. the trilogy. You know oh. what I mean? Like, like oh, and they just crowned him. I'm like, y'all motherfuckers are just evil and mean. He, he can't God, be. Damn. He can't be proud of that win. He can't be proud of that win. Can't be. You know, it was by default. He didn't beat him. 91 yeah, second can, in the first can. round? No. Nah. No. Nah. 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 The one about me.
fucked with it for a minute Now you realizing when them nights go long, right? It ain't for me to say when you know that I'm gone, right? You act all wild when I tell you to settle I would work around the clock with your girls on the metal Talk about I heard you friends with your chick on the beach That was out for the tie, but my love you in peace Now you looking at the walls, head and hand, cold dozing Breaking my house, hanging up and imposing Now why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, and do that, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, and do that, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, and do that, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, love, huh? Now why you wanna go and do that, and do that, and do that,
Welcome back to NYP Entertainment Radio. Let's get at the top of the second hour. We got Singer Demont calling in here live on the show. But until then, what else do you want to get into, Zoe? Let's see. Cosby um, is a free man, of course, after two years in prison for a sexual assault. Um, but he is now looking to receive reparation for the time lost as a result of being incarcerated, uh, according to his spokesperson, allegedly. During appearance, um, Cosby spokesperson um, Andrew Wyatt revealed the course of action Cosby planned to take against the state of Pennsylvania. Um, Cosby was released from the state correctional institution Phoenix in Collegeville, Pennsylvania, on June 30th, as we know, and, and congratulate to him of being released. But Wyatt told um, Nadi that Cosby 83 and his team are contemplating filing suit against the state over wrongful incarceration. Incarceration. Uh, we are looking at um, this in quote. We are looking at in, uh, at all legal angles for those things right now. Unquote. Wyatt said. And quote again. We are looking at what legal resource we can take against the state of Pennsylvania. Unquote. When asked if Cosby is old for every day um, that he was locked up, Wyatt answered in a in a in an affirmation um, and said paperwork is being filed um, in that regard. Wyatt said that Cosby is owed a couple of hundred grand. Uh, I would have thought more than a couple of hundred grand. Um, the conviction was overturned when it was concluded that Cosby prosecutor uh, prosecutor Montgomery County District Attorney Kevin Steele violated an agreement Cosby made with former District Attorney Bruce Castor. In that agreement, Castor promised that Cosby would not be prosecuted over uh, Constance's um, 2005 civil case in which Cosby disclosed in a uh, deposition that he obtained drugs to give the woman, give the women he in, intended to have sex with. Um, according to reports, Pennsylvania Governor, Governor um, Tom Wolf proposed in the forthcoming state budget for 2021-2022 that wrongfully convicted people will be paid up to 50k for every year um, that they uh, spent behind bars. Mm, that's interesting. Um, the plan would uh, also potentially apply to those who were exonerated after being found innocent of a crime, acquitted in a new trial, or had a conviction overturned. This is interesting. Um, you know, so a couple of hundred grands that he would be owed. I would have think uh, spending two years behind bars. I would have, you know, figured that he would have been owed much more, you know, for them violating um you know, his rights. Uh, what do you think? Uh, well, three years behind bars, I would think a little bit more than that also. Um, I don't know. I would, I would think a little bit more, but, look, man, he's a free man, given, given what he's owed, and let's, let's just keep it moving. And, you know, I know a lot of people are against it, uh, that he is out. Uh, everyone has their own personal opinion about the whole release thing, but, uh, minimum was three. He did the three. Uh, give him, give him what he's owed, and you know, keep it moving. Let him move on, and and and, and whatever, whatever he has done, he'll he'll have to pay for it eventually on on you know down the line. 
Um, right. And like I said, la- I said last week, not every man found guilty is guilty. Not every man found innocent is innocent. And that's right. the tricky thing about the justice system overall, and there's other stuff in there also. So, uh, given what he's old, you know what I mean, and, and let's just keep it moving and let him go on with his life and just go from there. Right. Agreed. You know what I mean? So. But, again, um, I'm happy that he's out. I'm happy that he's out. You know, he's a free man. I mean, you know, he shouldn't have been, in my opinion, I don't think he should have been behind bars, you know. Mm-hmm. Something that happened so many years ago, you know, uh, as they say that happened, you know, they should have said something then. Don't wait mm-hmm. 20, 30 years or even 40 years to say, hey, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that uh, allegedly has had happened. Not taking Allegedly, anything away from right. did or didn't. Right. But we got we nobody right. was there but the two individuals so we gotta say allegedly has has happened. I uh, can't say if he did or didn't. Um but it is a lot of stuff kinda has a bit of a fishy smell to it. They don't really smell quite right, but I ain't gonna get into that conversation right now. But he's out giving what he's do and let him live you know, go from there and then and he did his time, let him live his life. Uh, staying in, within the state of Pennsylvania, Will Smith almost wasn't an Independence Day because 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 he's African American. The studio said, "You cast a black guy in this part, you're going to kill the foreign box office." Will Smith reportedly almost missed out on his role in Independence Day because, quote, he's black. Screenwriter Dean Devlin and director Roland em- Emmerich uh, recently spoke to ho- the Hollywood Reporter. For the film's 25th anniversary, explaining how they fought, how they fought to cast Smith alongside Jeff Goldblum. Quote: The one character we had in our mind from day one was Jeff Goldblum. Devlin explained, as we were working on the script, I would do my Jeff Goldblum imitations. Then we were uh, basing his father, uh, Judd Hirsch, Hirsch Julius, off of my grandfather, who was almost named Julius. Um, Roland added, Ethan Hawke was uh, on our list too, but I thought. That that he was too young. It was pretty clear it had to be Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum. Um, that was a combo we thought. The studio said, no, we don't like Will Smith. He's unproven. He doesn't work in, in the international market. Recalling the conversation with 20th Century Fox at the time, Devlin went on to say, they said, you cast a black guy in this part, you're going to kill the foreign box, the foreign box office. Our argument was, well, the movie is about space aliens. It's going to do fine foreign. Uh, it was a big war. That, uh, it was a big war, and Roland really stood up for Smith, and they ultimately won the war. Um, the annual display was said to be in the jeopardy due to a lot of, uh, let me see. So what ended up happening was that with the movie being successful, made over a billion, Will Smith took off like a rocket, no pun intended, and uh, the studio's eating their words, and now they're begging this man to do movies for their studio. Right, of course. Um, all, which is interesting, all based on the fact that you have any confidence in an African-American person, whether it's male or female. Of course. But it's like, of course. You, you know, it's like you're judging off his skin color and not his talent. And apparently it worked because that movie is a classic. Um, it's a good movie. It made a whole lot of money, and it springboarded him mm-hmm. to other things. And 
Now, like I said, now when they're they hugging him, and, hey, Will, how you doing, brother? Hey, what happened, man? What's happening? Uh, but you For said you can't make money For in the box office. For right. now, they're but hugging him. Will Smith, Will Smith is, well, no, no. It, it, they go, no, he's an international star, period. You can't take that away. You can't deny no, I know that. So you, I know that. You're going to have to kiss the ring. You know what I mean? Like you, as much they don't want I'll to admit to it. I'll explain why for now. What now? Why for now? I, I'll explain on that one. Why? Why I say for now is that yes, he's international now, but as long as he don't do anything wrong as an African American actor, right now they're kissing up on him. They're happy that he's making money for them. But let them do something wrong that they wouldn't like. Then they will do just like how they do Cosby. They will oust him from everything, everything. Take away all his accolades, everything they will take away from. So that's why I said for now. I don't know about all that, but you might be right. I don't know. Hey. Um, that kind hey. of turn to the if left. If do something I, wrong I don't know. To, to piss him off, he will not be well, okay. in any um, other – I'm just, I'm okay, just saying. I'm going down this rabbit hole with you, and I hate to. Since you said that, wrong, wrong like what? Give an example. Since you brought it up, wrong like what? Give an example of what's wrong. What, that, that would that that have them ostracized from Hollywood. Give an example. Let's just say that he was doing, he's going to do what Bill Cosby did. I'm going to buy this whole network right here. I'm going to buy this whole network. They're not going to like it. Mm-hmm. He's going to go forward with it. They're going to try to um, strip him from everything. That means now they're not going to give him roles to um, to do movies now. They're not going to do this. You know, it's going to be a lot of things. But anything that they do that's gonna, that, that they're not going to like, or if somebody make an allegation against him that may be false, but all these women come out and say that he did this and he did that, you know, all these things can, can stop him from being who he wants or who he is now. Mm-hmm. Those are things. That's why I said for now, you know, as long as that he, you know, continue to do, you know, the path to continue making money and, and not go in the route that will piss them off to want to cut him loose. That's, that's the reason why I said for now, this happened to too many um, um, black actors. Okay. So uh, to, to be clear before we move on, so we got stuff to get into to be clear. So, so don't try to buy a network, number one. And number two... No, I'm just using that they, as an example. I'm just using that as an example. No, 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 no. But no, I'm, I'm repeating what you said. So don't go into try to buy a network. They'll try to blackball you. And, of course, obviously, God, please, allegations of rape and, and so forth and so on. Right. That'll just... That trap. Especially if it's to now, their, the, to their, the, to the, the white the, women. The, the, the network part, I'm going to move that out because it's a different time. Back then, it was back then that was unheard of. Now we can buy anything we want. It's different. The allegations and all that, I could probably, I could probably see that possibly because it's a serious, serious, serious thing now. Um, Especially with some one of their people. Okay. Um, so, you know, like I said, any allegations like that or any other type of crime, I possibly can see that. Um, you know, but like I said, pretty much those saying, bleak, be a clean cut, quiet African American entertainer. Is that what you're saying? Make your money and move on. So you're saying they gotta be clean cut and quiet, right? Don't 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 go outside the lines? No, 
I'm not saying to be quiet, but, you know, you don't want to do anything that will hurt your money. That's what I'm saying. That's being quiet. That's, that's pretty, pretty much being quiet. If you don't hurt your money, you might as well say stay quiet. Because anything that any, any minority will do or say is, is threatening, even if you're speaking against something. Like you said, let's put crimes aside. Let's put crimes aside. Let's just say you're speaking against something, and you're, and you're, and you're like against whatever, and you're fighting against the industry. That's a threat right that's That right there can threaten your money. That's, that's you know an automatic you, thumbs up right there. Right. So that goes back to saying pretty much you say get your money, that means you got to stay quiet. Because you start going against the system, and you're like, that person not making a lot of money, I'm not making a lot of money, females not making a lot of money, what are you doing for this? What are you doing for that? I should be able to take a knee. I should be able to do that. You'll, you'll pretty much be a maybe, possibly, tabernick, so to speak. I mean, I mean look, at, um, look at um, Monique. Monique Blackball. Right. Going back to what well, I speaking said, out. stay quiet. Right. I, you, you, you proved my point. Pretty much stay quiet because she spoke out. And blackball. That's pretty much that pretty much stay in your lane, make your money, don't speak and that's tough. And that's true. And and you're right. There's a lot of a lot of examples out there. And you're pretty much saying just stay in your lane and pretty much shut the hell up. That's it. Before you jeopardize your money. And you're possibly right. I can see that I see what you're saying. Does you have a point there. And you're pretty much saying I mean, shut up. Steve Harvey said it um, best when he interviewed Monique. He told her to get out there, make your money, and don't do anything basically to piss people off, to 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 want to you know blackball you or something like that. He was just right. telling Stay you, quiet. you go out there and you make that, your like money. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. Right. Yeah, basically. Yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. Right. yeah. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. You know, uh, quiet. when it comes to controversy and conversation, yeah, and it is hard, you know, when you want to speak out on certain things that you don't agree with and you got to speak out to it to the top execs and all that stuff, the first thing they want to do is like, hey, you know what, you're becoming a troublemaker now. You're a mm-hmm. black person, you become a troublemaker, they're going to blackball you faster before they um, blackball a white counterpart. And you're possibly right. And you're possibly right. Uh, moving on, see it within the Smith family. Jada from the Smith says she passed out on the Nudge Professor's set from a bad batch of ecstasy. Jada Pinkett Smith uh, went on into detail about her experiences with drug and alcohol addiction, including the harrowing moment she had while on the set of the Nudge Professor's. Um, she described her younger self as being a weekend party girl, saying she would indulge in drugs and alcohol uh, from Thursday to Monday morning. She said she she said that she realized she was harming herself when she had an eye-opening incident while in her makeup trailer on the set of another professor. Quote: I passed out. Mm-hmm. She said, I went to work high, and it was a bad batch of ecstasy, and I passed out. And I told everybody that I had taken, I had taken, I must have had old medication in the vitamin bottle. Uh, that's what I said. But I, I tell you what I did, thought. I got my ass together and got on that set, and that was the last time. Um, Pinky Smith and her family, uh, Pinky Smith and her family uh, discussed the struggles of substance abuse and sub, uh, sobriety, including Pinky Smith describing another moment from her past in which she threw up 
at Debbie Allen's house. <laughs> wow. Don't think wow. that people didn't try to tap me on the shoulder. Don't think that when I was at Debbie Allen's throwing up all over her house that she wasn't like, hey, she said, but I had too too much. I had too, I had to reach my rock bottom. Wow. Um, mm. This all appeared on an episode uh, of her show and also featured testimonies from other successful women across the country about how they dealt with the substance abuse while being at the top of their field. One of the women is uh, Kari Olakok uh, used her experience and lack of representation in mainstream 12-step programs to create Sober Black Girls, a place where black women can talk about the racial and uh, racial issues that might affect their sobriety. Uh, Dr. Jessica Mellinger also joined the Red Table to discuss the troubling rise in young women being admitted to the hospital for alcohol-related liver disease. Wow. Who knew? Who knew? Wow. You never know. You, ne- you, you never, know. I, you I, never I, know. I, I didn't. I never knew that, um, you know, she never, at least, you know, her interview in the past, you know, I'm like really baffled to hear about, you know, her being on substance abuse because I didn't know that she was on it. But I do applaud her for coming out to let everybody everybody know that she was on substance abuse, you know, for her to come out to say it rather than somebody else to leak that story out. So I applaud her for, you know, coming out and, and reveal that, yes, I did have a problem, you know, and I want the world to know, and I actually did take take care of it, you know, I applaud her for that, you know, maybe more, um, you know, celebrities, if you want to call them, need to come out and say that. And not just celebrities, but, um, you know, a lot of um, um, non-celebrities um, need to come out and just say, hey, you know what, I have a problem. No, or I had a problem. I don't think, you don't have, I mean, quite frankly, I have, to, I have to disagree with you. You don't have to tell the public nothing, quite frankly. Work on it within your inner no. circle. You, no, you don't. You don't have to. Out. But like I said, but I applaud you know, her for having the courage to do so. Well, yeah, you know, I'm I'm happy she bounced back and and she shared her, you know, she shared her story amongst others and told everyone what happened. Um, uh, listen, I, I'm a, I'm gonna put a spin on that, and I, and it's not like I'm shitting on it. If she said it back then at the time. Then yeah, I mean years later you can look back and say what you, you did when you were young. I, I'm not a part of what she admitted what she did when she was young. We all did stupid shit when we were young, but if she did at that time when she was on the professor and and, uh, and Debbie Allen House and she came out to that and she did not part of her admitting it right then and there out to the public, so to speak. Um, I'm happy she's alive and above ground. I mean ecstasy, she messed with ecstasy. Jesus Christ, like anything could have went wrong. We she would not be here now. If everything went the wrong way in that trailer, you know, the one that said nutty professor, that's 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 scary. She must have been really partying hard. Um, and if everyone in general out there who's dealing with any type of substance abuse is a day to day battle for them, um, but she, far as we know, to the public, she kind of sort of hit it well. Just from Thursday to Monday, she getting her party on, and Monday morning she. Working like nothing happened except for that one time, um, but who knew? Like who knew? Like you know what people go through or have went through on a daily basis um, with their struggles. That's something. That's something. I'm, but I'm just glad she she survived. 
I'm you know I'm glad she survived. A lot of others survived also. So am I. So am I. I'm I'm, I'm happy that she did. And again, I applaud her for having the courage to come out and let everybody know that she had this problem. You know, because you know how the media can get uh, can be. All it takes is one leak, and then they want to go out there and slander her name. So rather than them going out there slandering it like that uh, before she can even reveal it, you know, um, I applaud her for having the courage to come out and say it before the media can get to it. Boy, you are you are an angry black man today, aren't you? You just going after everybody. <laughs> Good lord, you are an angry black man. My God, they're going after everybody. They're like, Good, put your fist down, take off the beret and the black glove and the sunglasses and the dashiki. We're about love and peace today. Relax. You, <laughs> Good Lord. All right. We'll take a time out because we got a guest calling in. Calling you on the air, NYP Entertainment Radio. What's up? What's up? What's up, t What's happening? Yes, we can. What's going on? What's up, brothers? How y'all feel today? Good. We How are good. You? We good. All right. That's what I like to hear. So how's it going, um, Dima? This is this is Alonzo. Um, what's going on, my boy Kyle? Um, um, is on the phone as well. Um, you know, I know who you are. You know, we've known each other for some time now. Um, yeah, I know yeah. you know most uh, of your stories already. But tell our listeners who's Dima. Well, first of all, man, I just want to say, you know, I appreciate you guys having me on the show, man. Um, Kyle, I, I, I didn't meet you, but any brother that's a brother of my brother, Zoe, is a brother of mine. So peace and love to you. All right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank yes, you. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, 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 D, my, I am, um, I'm a, I'm a pastor uh, from the city of Buffalo, New York. Uh, here's my story. Uh, young man who. Uh, was in the you know life 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 of the streets and and doing things man that uh, you know wasn't uh, pleasing to the Lord wasn't wasn't peace and love you know as y'all was just talking about as I called in you know it, it's all love that that's not who I was and um, you know I went through some things in my life and and uh, I feel like you know I got through those things by choosing to love and by choosing to have peace. And, and, and choosing to do what the most high wanted me to do, which was, was, was prayer love. And so, you know, I'm a singer and um, a musician and, and just a guy, man, that's out here just trying to teach everybody that we got to love everybody. That's it. Mm. Mm. Uh, period. How did, how, did story. You, how did you get the music? <laughs> you know what, man? Here's the story about me. My family is very, very musically inclined. Uh, if, mm-hmm. Anybody that, that that's in the Western New York area knows about the Motley family, you know. And uh, I, I think I was probably the worst uh, or the most, the less talented of my family. And so I, my dad I was a singer. My, I wouldn't say. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Wouldn't I, I, I gotta be honest, man. My, my family is very talented. So um, my grandfather, my great grandfather, was a uh, blues guitarist. My grandmother, she sung, she played instruments. My father, uh, you know, toured the, the, the country as a as a quartet uh, gospel mm-hmm. singer. My sisters had a record deal, you know, and, and I was one of those kids that I didn't do nothing, man. You know, they thought I was going to be in, uh, either dead or in jail or, or had like 60 children because I didn't do any of that, man, growing up. 
Matter of fact, I, I just started playing uh, drums probably at like age uh, maybe 18, you know, got serious about mm-hmm. it. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, my family was, was musically inclined, man. So, you know, it, it was always in me. I just wasn't interested, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it, right. man. So, and, and once I once I started getting into trouble, you know, I feel like I, I heard the voice of the Lord, you know, telling me, man, mm-hmm. that I needed to, to do something different. And I started right. playing mm-hmm. drums. And, and, and about six months after I played drums, started, man. Uh, I, I went on tour with a group called Divine Nature. No, no, no. Matter of fact, it was mm-hmm. a group called Unique uh, from Rochester, New York. They they had, they had fired their drummer on the way to Buffalo. And, and, and mm-hmm. on New Year's, every drummer in the city already had a gig. So I was like that guy mm-hmm. that, that didn't have no gigs and it was the only call. So I got the call, man, and the rest of this. So I, I was playing drums. Wow. I was about uh, 18 at the time. Got the gig, man. The manager asked me to finish the tour, and the rest is history, mm-hmm. man. You know, I've done a lot of work with a lot of major artists. I played for Kim, uh, did some cool in the game stuff with Shawnee Matt, uh, played two songs on Earth, Wind, and Fire's uh, last album. You know, it, it, so the list goes on, man, but that's really, you know, that's that's how it jumped off for me, man. It, it, it couldn't have been re- wrote no better in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for, for, I know you said that, um, you know, you was the less talented of the family. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to stop you on that and say I disagree on that, you know, because you are just as talented as they are, you know. Or, okay. you know, that's just, that's just me saying that because I've heard your music. Um, you know, wow. I've listened to your music okay. in the past, and, you know, you're just as talented as they are. So I'm going to disagree with you saying you're the less talented of the family. So I'm just going to put that out yeah, there. Yeah, I'm going to take – Oh, I'm gonna take that, man. God bless you. I'm gonna take that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take, take that. But yeah, man. You know, it's just, you know, the story of me is, um, I'm just one of those guys that did a lot of wrong, you know, and that struggles with doing right. But at the same time, I realized that, you know, we all have a duty and a responsibility to give back to this life, to this world. You know, so I, I even though I pastor a church, you know, I don't. Uh, the, the church that I pastor is different. It's called the the Remnant House Outreach Church in Buffalo, New York, which is the Rock Movement. And um, I'm not teaching denomination. You know, I don't I, I don't do denomination. I don't I don't do racism. I don't do right, anything that 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 nothing that identifies with division, man, like at all. And I and I don't care who cares about that. Like I don't care. Mm-hmm. What I do care about is that we all as brothers and sisters on this earth thank you thank you you know yeah we we all learn how to disagree agreeably man like that's that's what i'm teaching in church i'm you know i, I have nothing against muslims i have nothing against nobody who has a different religion what i'm saying is listen how do we relate to one another on this earth that we're all sharing so that's it man so i think music was uh was was tricked into me to do, you know, God used that as a vehicle for me to, to start giving back, man. And so, you know, it's just working out and uh, you know, I'm excited. You know, Zoe you said uh you, you like the music, man. To me, that's a that's a blessing. That's more important than mm-hmm. you know, getting a royalty check. More more important than publishing for me. If if the music is blessing mm-hmm. people's soul, man, that's all I really care about. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, right, yeah. Right, and for right. those who don't know right. Demont, you could definitely check him out. Um, you know, check out some of his YouTube videos, his music. Um, is definitely um, you know, something to look forward to. Um, now, so you started out um doing gospel music, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started off doing gospel, but I gotta, you know, let me. I'm glad you asked me that, man, because I want to clarify something. I, I feel like I feel like genres of music also. It's kind of classified. It's like classification. I don't. I don't really like genre, man. I don't like classification. I think that a musician is a musician, and if you have a certain style of music that you like, that's cool. But when we start getting right. into genres, I think you lose you lose a lot of other people that might be interested in what you're saying. So I do gospel music, but uh, I just I just came back from the uh, Stellar Award Week. Uh, which is the, mm-hmm. the highest award for for gospel and, and, and Christian musicians, you know, and I performed mm-hmm. and, and, and I did pretty well, I guess, from, you know, how the, the trip worked. But the main thing right. that I always tell artists is, like, I'm not a gospel artist, you know, I'm not a Christian artist. You know, I'm, I'm okay. an artist. Yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 check this out. I'm an artist that, that mm-hmm. sings about God. And I sing about love. So that just makes me an artist of good music. Now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we have to have, we, we, we got to have genres, which, which that, and, and I say unfortunately because I don't really like separatism, man. I think it, it causes division, you know, but we have to have genres. So when people ask me, what is my genre? I say R&B gospel or I say good music. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because I, cause I, I'm going to sing about God all day. Because God, God blessed me. Uh, he kept me. You know, I believe in Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. Uh, but then I also mm-hmm. believe in love. I'm married. You know, my wife is beautiful. You know, she she looked good in a pair of jeans. You know, I, I'm human, just like the next cat. You know what I'm saying? I, when, I, when, I see, when I see a shorty walk by me, I, you know, I, I see her. I can't unsee that. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, I'm I'm just teaching reality through music man so doing gospel for me is what i'm going to do because i love god but at the same time i'm doing life you feel me right mm-hmm. right yeah. i don't know that does that make sense to y'all no that yeah. makes total sense um, it makes a lot of sense okay. now because that, that, that's what i want the world to know say that again yes. i'm sorry yes now you have a new single out called angel um yeah. explain to yeah us, um, yeah what what you know? Where did you get the concept of um you know, the danger? Well, again, man. Um, after writing so many songs just based on how I felt about God for so many years, you know, mm-hmm. it started to get mon- it, it started to get mundane because it's like, well, you know, God knows how I feel. You know, I'm, I'm showing it, and then when I make mistakes, I repent. You know, I'm, I'm an open book, so. When you go through things in your relationship, man, as a believer, sometimes, right. which I think we all do, anybody that's married or in a relationship, a, a, a relationship, a monogamous relationship with somebody that, that that's trying to live and love one another, whether that love be sexual or that love be, mm-hmm. you know, like you're doing for that person and you're a life partner, you got to understand, man, that in order to keep that person, you got to show that person some love, too. You can't just pay mm-hmm. bills and say, hey, we together, we existed. No, no, like, you got to continue to date. You got to continue to romance. 
And so, you know, my my wife and I was going through a a, a, a point in our relationship where it was just uh, plateauing. And, and and I began to write music, man, on, based on how I hurt her, you know, based on how she hurt me, and then mm-hmm. how I loved her. And then I started writing music based on how I hurt other people, other women, and how mm-hmm. other women hurt me. And, and I said, you know what, this is realistic. And so... It's interesting that we say, okay, you ask me, what's my genre? When people say gospel, do you know, man, that the gospel really means the good news? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so, mm-hmm. so I'm writing music that's saying, yo, this is the good news. I, I want you to, like, love your wife or love that woman that you chose or love that man that you've chosen to be in a relationship with. And so Angel is a song that I wrote, you know, basically – just about how a woman can make a man a king. A man can be a king without a woman, but without, but with a woman uh, that really loves him and, and, and sticking by his side, she's going to make that king have the greatest kingdom that he ever led. And I felt like on that song, I wanted, I wanted women to understand how important they are to a king. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I came mm. up with the pro- with the with the whole idea of of the song Angel. Nice, mm. nice. It's quickly climbing the charts um, as we speak. No doubt. Um, you know, so it's definitely a great song. You know, I've listened to it um, several times, several times. Um, and it definitely will be that. on our playlist here, um, here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. No doubt. Definitely. Yeah, I, I love that, definitely. man. I, I pray. I, I pray that when you guys do play it, you know, when people hear it, man, that, you know, they'll fall in love or they'll think about how they need to be better towards their spouse, you know. Um, yeah, the song is charting right now, man. We got, like, number 19 on the um, on the Billboard chart, man, the, the uh, Christian Internet chart. And uh, it, it's actually working its way onto the R&B charts as well, you know, because that's, that's my goal. My goal is for it to be on all the charts because I just believe that it's, 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 it's a song that all people can relate to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yep, yep. Um, I, I always ask artists this question, but for those who are listening mm-hmm. everywhere, what advice would you give uh, men and kids, women alike, young people, old people, uh, advice on the on the music business if they want to get into it or if they're in it and they're trying to get to the next level? Like, what's your advice to what steps would you give them in, in terms of your opinion and so forth? Yeah, uh, you know what, man? I would tell people that, first of all, you got to have tough skin if you're going to be a part of the music industry. You can't take things personally. Um, it's business. That's first of all. Second of all, uh, you have to make music that feels good to you. As an artist, don't don't get into trying to make and write music based off of what you hear on the radio because you're not going to be able to keep keep that lie going up and, and going long, mm-hmm. long enough. So you got to be true to yourself. I guess that's what I'm really saying. If you're going to write music, compose music, sing music, play music, and you, and you want to be in the business of music, you got to do what you're called to do, which is your purpose. You have to, you have to be authentic, be the authentic you, and when you do that, then you don't have to perform, man. It's, it's like you waking up mm-hmm. doing what you called to do. You know what I'm saying? So that that's the advice mm-hmm. that I would give anybody, because really that's that's 
that that's the great advice for whether you young, old, woman, or man. You know what I'm saying? Just do mm-hmm. what comes naturally to you. Do what you're called to do, purpose. Because then when you do that, then you don't have to live a lot. Correct. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's up. No doubt. So, um, go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. No, go ahead, Zoe. All right, so let everybody, um, you know, our viewers, um, which we have a lot of viewers uh, from around the world that listen to um, our show right now. Um, awesome, man. Awesome. Let everybody know where they can find you, you know, put out your social media, um, you know, yeah. any social media. Just let everybody know where they can find you. If you have any shows, updates, yeah. um, you know, let everybody know all that information. I will, man. So, first of all, I'm social. So if you want to reach out to me on Facebook, like me at the apostrophe M O T T. All right. If you want um, Instagram or Twitter, you can hit me up at at the official D M O T T. So no apostrophe, just at the official D M O T T. Okay, at the official D M O T T. YouTube is uh, you can do either D apostrophe M O T topic. Or you can do D my the apostrophe M O T T the official. All right. Um and my website is dmotmusic.com. So D M O T T music.com. Um right now, you know, we're just in the midst of since we're all like kind of getting out of this COVID piece and you know, we thank God that that yeah. you know we're still here and even though we all have people who have been affected by that, um, we're still yeah. here. And so we still have opportunities to encourage people. And so um, if things are opening up, and, and I haven't taken a lot of things live, but, you know, we're setting up to do a, 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 a nice concert, man, and I'm not sure what city we're going to do it in. But, you know, I want everybody to just understand that, you know, love is love, man, and if it ain't love, it's love. You know what I'm saying? Like, period. It, you know, that's the bottom line. Right, right. I got a new album out. Unbothered. So go online. It's available everywhere. D Mot, D apostrophe M O T T, and the album title is Unbothered. Yes, definitely. Um, go out and purchase Unbothered. Um, you know, D Mot, you're a my great God. friend. You're my brother. Um, yes, sir. You know, I'm glad that you know, you know, we became really, you know, good friends. You know, after meeting yes, um, several years back and, you know, want to continue this friendship um, for, you know, absolutely. Well, um, forever, you know, as, as long as we yeah. are alive, still walking this earth. It's like this. It's like this, bro. You my brother. I love you and there's nothing you could do about it. And um, <laughs> so don't try either. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I had to, I had to pull up on you. Like we, 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 we bros for life. Cal, you my new, you my new brother. How about that? I appreciate that, man. Thank you. No doubt. All right, fellas. Appreciate love it. is love, guys. Love is love. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank love you for being love. on the show. Appreciate it, man. I know. All right. God bless you guys, man. You, you right, too. God bless you too. All right, that was Demont. We're going to take a break with some music, particularly Angel. We'll be right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. What would I do if I couldn't have you? 
If I never met you, I'd be lost without you. Who would I call when my back's against the wall? And who would I text when I'm lonely? Who would I trust when it's time for me to vent? And who would I hurt or break up some makeup?
what you do too much. And if you step against us, then you lose too much. Ain't no stopping what we doing when the spirit is moving. Don't be hating what I'm doing, I'm the referee juvenile. Everywhere I be, they try to judge me, they try to shake me, they try to buzz me, but they can't break me, cause I'm down with Christ. Don't shout a new nation, and we still alright. Well, alright.
Mill can be heard yelling in footage as Scott, the only the only one who showed up wearing black, asshole, walks away from the party. Sources say it's unclear what set them off, and the rappers have no previous issues, though Meek Mill is no stranger to uh, a parking lot business meeting. The over-the-top star-studded party was also attended by J-Lo. Um, I'll try to re-guess his ex J-Lo also spent a holiday in the area. Jay-Z, Beyonce, John Bon Jovi, Quavo, uh, Kid Cudi, uh, Lil Baby, and more. City Girl JT posted a video of her of her man Lil Uzi Vert breakdancing, and in the background, James Harden is tickling Meek Mills, uh, which is scary. Uh, according to social media footage, every musician performed or others took the night off. <laughs> uh, I seen it, and I didn't understand why he's tickling that man. Uh, that's a, that's a something I, I don't know. That's a, that's we got a lot to unpack here. Oh we got gosh. you got Meek Mills being tickled, and we got Meek Mills about to fight Travis Scott. That's, that's, that's a lot going on. That's a lot. Going oh my on. gosh! Oh my gosh! Really? Going I mean, on. Come on. James Hardy, what's that going on me. with you, man? You're going around tickling another grown man. I mean, there's a lot. A lot oh going my on. God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Y'all may be boys. Y'all yeah. may be cool friends, but I'm sorry. I don't go to my 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 good friends. No Kyle, man. have I gone to you? Have I gone to you, you and start tickling on you? You better not touch me. I, I, I've never gone to you, tickle you. I've never gone to any of my other friends to tickle them. <laughs> but what makes no. them think, um, hey, I'm James Hardy and Dick on Meek Mills. Let me go tickle him. What, where did that and come from? you let from? it happen. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> where did that happen? Listen, unless you're a fine-ass female with soft fingers and beautiful skin, that's the only thing that's touching me, tickling me. That's so, uh, yeah, that's ain't no man tickling me. Thing. The only thing, I, I can't see no other grown man coming up and start tickling him. <laughs> nah, that's not so suspect. That's a little suspect to me. A little suspect to me, but you know what? Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. All right, but so that, that's one thing, the but then you got – go ahead. Yeah, as far as the Meek Mill, you know, getting this scuffle, I mean, they said that, you know, this is not his first parking lot. I guess they was referring to, you know, the Takashi 6ix9ine and Meek Mill in the parking lot almost getting at it. But, um, you know, I hope that these two, you know, squash this beef and, and this, you know, even though they didn't have any prior beef amongst each other, I hope this doesn't become something bigger than what it probably was, you know, then. Um, they don't need no diss record. They don't need no entourage going at each other. They don't need none of that. So whatever happened that night, leave it there that night and just move on and shake your hands with each other and make continue making music. My opinion. My, uh, my, my thing is, number one, asshole Travis Scott, it's a white party. Why you got to be the, the only dickhead that got to wear black to be rebellious? I'm going to wear black. Uh, look at me. I'm going to stand out. You're an asshole, dude. Like, you always like, try to make a statement. Wear fucking white. Go to white party. But why are you coming in black, <laughs> you stupid ass? Just because you want to be cool and be rebellious, you're an asshole. And then you're an asshole when this other asshole is being tickled by another man with a beard. Y'all going to go out here and make fools of yourselves in front of everybody for what? For who and for what? I don't know. Maybe it is yeah. because he got on Meek Mill he got tickled. And maybe Meek Mill got on Trevor Scott because he's wearing black. 
who the hell knows? Man, <laughs> man up. Like, kill that. You know, y'all looking stupid out here fighting each other like a bunch of punks. Like, yo, let that go, whatever it is. If y'all, if y'all don't like each other, like, really, y'all going to do that right here and now in front of everybody? Like, come on. It ain't it, it it ain't, it ain't that. anywhere. You know, it doesn't even anywhere. Anywhere. Like, come on. Like, like, grow up, man. Like, come on, get your heads out your asses. Be men. If you don't like each other, then you go your separate ways. And another thing, Travis Scott, it says white party, you asshole. It doesn't hurt you to wear white for one night, dickhead. Honestly, like, I hate when people try to want to be different purposely to stand out, just to have the spotlight on them. Well, he got the spotlight. I got the spotlight on him right now. You're an asshole. You look like a dickhead trying to fight Meek Mills. And wear all black. It's a white party. Like, you perfectly did that to everybody can look at you like, uh, why you wear it all white? Uh, man, I don't wear all white because I'm trapped. I'm trapped. I'm cool. I'm going to fight Meek Mill. He got tickled by James Harden. Like, come on. I'm just saying like, come on. I'm just saying that if, if it was me and I'm throwing a white party and somebody come in there not wearing what I asked for them to, to wear, they're not coming in. You out. You're not coming in. Yeah. You're not coming in. It's an all-white party. You know what? You can go back to where you're at or go shopping and get you something white and come back. Yeah, exactly. But other than that, if I said call I, for all-white party, then that's what it is. Don't come in there with, you know, all black. I mean, you know, that's just me. Yeah, I'll turn my mom away at the door. She come to wear another color <laughs> than white. You go at home, Mom. Your mom will have Your mom will have the belt ready for you afterwards. Listen, listen, listen. All these years she told me to pay attention at what she said. I'm like, you always told me pay attention to detail. I clearly said uh-huh. white. Go home. Uh-huh. And, 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 and for those part. who are listening right now. That will be the day that he will have five fingerprints on his face. <laughs> yeah, by his nah, mom. Nah, 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 nah. No, no, I don't play. No, no, I don't play. I know. She made me this way. You, I said wear white. No, don't let her in. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Later. Later. Uh-huh. Yeah, she can turn the way. Hey, rules are rules. You know what? Because she would do the same thing to me. Trust me, I do do the same thing to me. You don't pay attention? Then I pay the way white, you ain't coming in. Trust me. So yeah, I am the yeah. product of my mom. Okay. She single-handedly raised she'll, me. So I, she'll she, say, she might, she'll say, do as I say, not as I do. That's what she said. And then it's a trick because she was like, oh, you that weak? You let me come in? Come on, Zoe. I know my mom. <laughs> It's a, it's a Jedi mind trick. Come on. Come on, Joe. It's a Jedi mind trick. Be tough, boy. Be tough. Oh, it's a Jedi mind trick. Anyway, I what else you got? Like my, mom, my mom has, like, the fastest hand in the world, boy. You stand there waiting for that, that, that hand to come at you, and you setting yourself up to, to try to block in, and she already got you. Pow. It's like, where'd that come from? Damn, that was quick. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> like, she had one of the fastest hands. I'm surprised she didn't become a boxer. She should have. <laughs> anyway, um, um, Jay-Z, um, um, of course, it's rare to, um, to see him, um, you know, to spot him these days. So when fans do their best to get a few photos and autographs, and uh, whenever he whenever he does make an appearance, 
Um, on Friday, July 10th, cameras caught Jay-Z leaving a building in New York City as fans were waiting for him. Jay-Z walked to his car and hands with his hands in his pocket in the in the um, and I saw the video in the clip before the camera flashes go off. Um, as he about to enter his vehicles, um, Jay Z um, stopped to bless some fans who had merchandise ready for him to sign. He um, he signed vinyl records um, of his albums like the Dynasty, Rockala uh, Familia, uh, the Black Album, um, the Blueprint, um, but. There was one item that he refused to sign, and which was very odd. Um, but after autographing um, several pieces of vinyl, a woman pulled out a baseball and asked Jay-Z to sign it. <laughs> Jay-Z may have um, made a Yankee fitted, um, may have worn a Yankee fitted more popular than the actual team, but he doesn't play baseball. The woman was reminded of that when Jay-Z saw the baseball and politely turned her down. In quote, he says, I don't play baseball. He said after telling the woman um, no with a simple gesture of his um, head. Um, yeah, I saw the video, and you could see that he, after he was signing um, all these autographs on these um, albums of his, when the lady handed out a baseball, and he kind of looked puzzled. It's like, okay, um, all these people pull out something of mine, that I sign and you pull out a baseball that I don't play. So, you know, he kind of looked puzzled and yeah, he did politely say that, you know, I don't play baseball and he didn't sign it and he went into his car and pulled off. Um, now, do you think that um, he was ruled on for not signing it? Um, or do you think he was absolutely correct for not signing it because it was a baseball, not something of his? There's no right or wrong answer. You don't have to really sign nothing, period. You know, it's 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 something that you choose to do. However, I still would have signed it. Regardless if you play baseball or not, just fucking sign the thing, dude. It's an honor for someone to ask for your signature. You know what I mean? Um, just sign it. Whether you play baseball or not, if that's what she had, that's what she had, just sign it. Just, just sign it. I don't see no issue with that. You know what I mean? I I, I just don't. I, in my opinion is honor for someone to come up and like can I, to get a signature of yours. Uh, like a, a auto, think, think about the concept of an autograph. An autograph is someone just signing their name, which which is just like wow. You like people go crazy over that and sell it for thousands of millions of dollars. But someone just simply signing their name because of where their status is in life. You follow what I'm saying? So yeah. at the end of the day. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, you know what I mean? For someone to go out their way and have the courage, the nerve to come up, and it's not easy to ask for a celebrity because you know how they're going to react to sign something. I don't see nothing wrong with signing it, quite frankly. Just just sign it. What do you think? Um, mixed feelings for it, you know, because, again, this is not, you know, something that he do, baseball. So I kind of understand where he's coming from. You know, it's like, um, you know, if it was just a plain piece of paper and you asked me to sign it, then that's cool. But, you know, you come in with a baseball or something that I don't play. If it was like records or anything else that, you know, that that's from me, then, you know, I'll, I'll sign it. But I kind of understand where he's coming from with that. You know, maybe she should have just had a, maybe a piece of paper. But then I also look at it this way. Had he signed that baseball, 
you know, that probably could have went on the auction block and, and probably made more money off of that because it was is a rare, you know, signature on the actual baseball that's something that he don't play. So but, I'm looking so, at it that so way, too. So was the albums in the piece of paper. He don't play paper, but you sign mm-hmm. it. What's the difference? It don't matter if it's right. baseball or not. You can sell anything, whether it's an album or not. You know what I mean? He's like, I don't play baseball. You don't play paper either, but you sign it. What's the difference? Sign the damn thing. <laughs> I don't, like I said, it's like, it's an honor. Like, look, man, just sign it. Does it matter? You don't play baseball or not? Who cares? You rock the Yankees, you don't play baseball. You rock the Yankees hat all the time, and you don't play baseball. So what the hell are we talking about over here? You don't play baseball, but you rock and rep the Yankees like you do. You know what I'm saying? So now somebody give you a ba- uh, I don't play baseball, but you – I make the Yankees more famous than the Yankees did. But you don't want to sign a baseball because you don't play baseball. You don't play for the Yankees. So what's the yeah, difference? To look at the video and just see that, you know, he was kind of shocked that she, you know, everybody else had the albums and he signed it. And he was just signing it. Like he had his hand in his pocket, which he, you know, had the pen in it because he automatically expects to sign autographs. So he pulls out and he started signing as he walking, you know, and then he signed more on then this lady – pulls out a baseball and he just looked at it and said, I don't, you know, I don't sign on baseball. Yeah, but again, you rock the Yankees hat. You don't play for the Yankees. What's the difference? So, or right. I got something to go to our last music break. The chick came up to him, maybe in his younger years, maybe not now because he's married, and say, sign her chest, sign her leg or something. Oh, he would have did it. He would have did it. It, at the end of the day, like yeah. I said, it's it's an honor and a privilege to have someone come up to you and ask for your signature. Period. In my opinion, you don't have to sign right. it, but the fact that they're going out their way to do it for a simple signature, be honored that you got fans, regardless of the baseball or not. Just sign a damn thing. Period. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Anyway, uh, one more you know, one more song before we come back and wrap things up here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind There was something so pleasant about that place Even your emotions have an echo in so much space And when you're out there without care, yeah, I was out of touch But it wasn't because I didn't know enough I just knew too much Does that make me crazy? 
show next week um but uh remember new month new music playlist got some stuff i got uh, i just got some confirmations of some things uh hopefully that i could get some dates and everything for before the end of the year i think you guys are going to like the guests i got lined up 
Um, so it should be a lot of fun going into 22 and a lot of more of the stuff um, that's uh, coming down the pipeline. And uh, looking at the time, let's do the uh, shout-outs and wrap things up. Yeah, first off, I want to correct um, what I stated earlier. I stated that um, McGregor and Poirier, um, you know, after their fourth um, fourth fight that they were going to a, a fifth, you know, they only fought, what, one, they three times. So, no. yeah, yeah, we'll be going to a fifth fight. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyway, um, shout-out to DMOT, you know, um, for gracing us with his um, talent and, um, you know, the interview. Um, please check out um, his new single, which is called Angel. Um, also, um, off his, um, his, his, um, his album, which is called Unbothered. You know, go on to all his social media platform, um, you know, purchase his music. Um, trust me, you will love it. Um, continue to support him. Continue to support us here at NYPA Entertainment Radio. Shout out to Kyle, Philly, New York, um, and all the, you know, fans, um, friends, um, everybody who continue to support us here on NYPA Entertainment Radio. New music. Hit us up at NYPA. Spell out the word entertainment at gmail.com. Any new topics, hit us up. Same um, Gmail um, email account. NYPA Entertainment. Spell that word out, entertainment at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, definitely shout out to d for calling in. Appreciate it. Like, check out the song uh, Angel and the album Unbothered. Uh, shout out to everyone there in far as New York, of course, Philly, everyone worldwide who downloads the show. Download, subscribe, share, comment. Uh, if you think the show describes five show, five stars, I say yes. If not, you might want to give us something less than that. Um, be safe. We'll see you live here next week, 5 o'clock, on NYPA Tim Radio. That's it. Show's over. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music.
having trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fueled to progress This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I escape to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars Can I line the journey is dark, but I'll find a source of light to help distinguish the good and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relay to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truths As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry on, then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture my morals of society as he begins teething But if I have a girl she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain The show is over. The show is over.